What's up, people? My name is Allison Glick. I am guessing you already know this. If you're listening to this, I'm assuming you are my friend or you follow me on Instagram, but regardless, thank you for being here. It is much appreciated. So I guess I'm just going to start off with a little introduction of myself. I'm not the best at these, so just bear with me. Um, Like I said, my name is Allison Glick. I am 19 years old, and I live in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. It is a very small town. Well, I live in a small town in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, but regardless, Lancaster County is still little. It's Amish Central, and that's about it. But, um, planning on moving to Mexico in September, if COVID allows it, so we have our fingers crossed over here. I am also a travel agent. I'm an independent travel agent. Um, so that pretty much just means that I have my own business, but I'm backed by a larger agency and I have access to all of their cool things. So it's really fun. It's a really cool opportunity and I'm very thankful for it. Um, I'm also very spiritual in the sense, like, I like crystals, astrology. I'm still kind of figuring it out myself. I feel like everyone's spiritual journey is different, so you can't really explain it, but I am very sensitive to spirits, energies, all that sort of stuff. Very into it. We'll probably talk more about it on this podcast as we go. But for now, we're just doing a quick introduction. Something that you will learn very quickly listening to this podcast is that I'm a very extremely passionate person. Um, I've been protesting and doing a lot of work for Black Lives Matter, especially in my community. It's very important. And not just Black Lives Matter, but a lot of diversity, diversity work, I guess you could say, cultural enrichment, trying to end racial and sexual discrimination in the community because it's harsh it's not good here and i guess we can go into talking about a little bit why i am starting this podcast um like i said i'm from a really small town and we don't have much much to little diversity here at all really like there's just none and on top of that we aren't taught about any true history of any marginalized group in America in our schools. So, as you can imagine, that just makes for a bunch of ignorant people. And I hate that. It needs to be changed um, regardless of, I guess, regardless of how your parents raised you, it still breeds ignorance because you're not exposed to anything and you're also not taught and it is pretty much just your personal responsibility to teach yourself which is fine but it definitely needs to be taught in schools because so many people just won't put in the work to educate themselves because they're ignorant and they don't care so with that being said That's why I'm starting this podcast, because I feel like I have a lot of knowledge that I've collected over the past few months that I would like to share with people, and people probably have a lot of information that they, that would be useful for me. Everyone is a teacher, everyone is a student, we all are just here to learn and grow and do our best, so that's what we're doing over here. We're just having a good time, sharing some stories, some are serious, some not so serious, 
we're just having a good time. Something that I definitely want to talk about is how much I have grown these past few months as a person spiritually and just like awakening to the bullshit of the world. I like not only went through spiritual awakening, but I woke up to the truth of how people are treated here in America. And that was a wild ride. Let me just tell you that. I would say it started um, definitely more in quarantine is when it hit me a lot harder, but I have been having these realizations and awakenings for a while now, like within the last year, I'd say is when my spiritual awakening really started, but quarantine has been a huge help. So those two things combined really just like opened me up. <laughs> um, and I learned a lot being awake, I guess you could say. And one of those things is this. Well, as I was, like, writing, not writing, but, like, thinking of what I wanted to do and say in this first podcast, um, I guess the common thing to talk about when you introduce yourself is your hobbies. And I was always the type of person to think, like, oh, I don't have any hobbies, blah, 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 blah. But I really do. I have a lot. Um, a lot of things I enjoy, I guess. I like to paint. I, like I said, I'm spiritual. I like to do tarot cards. I like to practice with that. I like to garden. I like to cook. All of these things. And I think what really helped me discover these hobbies is through my awakening, I realized that money is literally worth nothing. Hear me out because you probably think I'm a crazy person. So if you really think about it, money is just paper and we created it as people. Like what? I wish we lived in the days when we could just barter and trade, trade your craft, like what you were good at, instead of just money that, ugh, I hate it. Um, so I'm gonna try to explain that a little bit. Uh, I guess I just really live my life as if I would die tomorrow and I want to be happy with how I live today. I, a few weeks ago, maybe last month I really don't know um, I started a job at Royal Farms because I really needed the money like I said I'm moving to Mexico in September I've been unemployed since March so I was like starting to freak out because I was supposed to be working and saving up all this money that during that time and it just wasn't the case um, so I started working at Royal Farms two days in I quit because I just, it wasn't the job for me, and I am not going to stay and work at a place that makes me that unhappy and that miserable because it's just not worth it. That's not how I want to spend my life. Um, there are plenty of ways to make income that I enjoy. Now I'm babysitting. I love to babysit, and I'm making a lot more money than I was at Royal Farms, but um, life isn't about money. You will not be happy if you expect to find your happiness once you get that paycheck or once you go there. Like, you need to be happy in the moment you are in, not constantly waiting for an outside event or an outside, I don't know, like anything to make you happy. You have to be happy in every moment and every stage of life you are in. So that realization really helped me find my hobbies and find things that I'm interested in because our generation especially really thinks that everything has to be a side hustle, everything has to make you money, and that's just not true. 
you can do things without making money off of them, things that make you happy, and you should. Not everything needs to be a source of income. However, if you are really, <clears throat> excuse me, if you are really good at something and you enjoy it, hopefully that will lead to you making money, but it doesn't always have to start out as that. It should start out as something that you just enjoy doing. I just feel like that is something that a lot of young people need to hear because you should just enjoy your life and realize that no amount of money is going to make you happy. Seriously, just think about it, sit on it, and I hope you find something you really enjoy. I'm honestly not sure how long each episode is going to be. I guess we're just going to go with the flow, go with it. And as long as it takes me to talk about these things, that's how long it's going to take. I'm not going to set a certain amount of time to hit. We're just going to go with it. Um, I also have a few, like, little, I guess, segments that I'm going to be doing. Um, and one is a fun fact that we can learn each episode. And here's the one for today. It is about plants. I love plants. I'm sitting around my plants right now. I have some succulents to my side. I have a really long, I think it's called a pothos plant. I'm not exactly sure. I should be a better plant mother. I don't know the actual names of my plants. So I kind of suck for that. I just called myself out. There we go. So this fun fact is that plants have neurotransmitters and can often hold memories and remember stress. I have always heard people saying to like talk and sing to your plants. I always tell my plants that they're beautiful. Just did it right now. You are beautiful. And I didn't realize the science behind it, but it, I believe, don't quote me on this, that it helps them to release more CO2. No, I'm lying. They don't even release that. We do. So I'm not sure what it does. I should have looked that part up, but that wasn't the fun fact. It was that they have neurotransmitters. Anyways, I'm not a scientist. But just tell your plants they're beautiful. Tell them good morning. It'll help the both of you. I do know that. So as I had mentioned earlier, I am very sensitive to spirits, energies. I've been like this since I was a little girl. My mom is also the same way, and I feel like she sort of helped me figure out where I was going with that. But it's definitely something that I've had to listen to more as I got older. But I'm going to do a little story time each episode as well. And this just so happens to be one of the craziest ghost stories I have ever experienced. Um, so let's set the scene. This was about five years ago. My grandfather passed away a little over five years ago, and this was after he passed. Um, my mom, my niece, my grandmother, I call my grandmother Mamaw. You're going to be hearing me refer to her as that during this story. And I, we were all at the house um, that my grandfather passed away in. He had cancer, was on hospice, so he died in that house. We were all there. Um, it was nighttime. We were all just kind of chilling, watching TV. And we hear the fridge door shut, and my grandmother, my mamaw, thinks it's me. And she's like, what are you getting to drink? And I'm like, um, nothing. What are you talking about? So I get up and go look in the kitchen. And she has, um, it's not really a chandelier. It's just like a light that hangs from the ceiling. I don't think it's considered a chandelier, but whatever. 
It had fallen to the ground, but somehow, miraculously, it stopped about an inch above the ground so it didn't shatter. So we were like, okay, that's fun. So we put the light back up. We're chilling. My grandmother is sitting in my grandpop's old recliner, and she feels someone, like, hit the back of her chair. When it happened, she thought my dog jumped on her chair. Or that I was trying to scare her or something like that. So stuff like that is continuing all throughout the night. Just little things. You could tell he was having a good time. Um, the chandelier thing happens again. And then my mom sort of starting to be like, okay, this is grandpa. Let's get it. So we're sitting in the living room and my niece has a pillow pet that it like lights up if you touch a button on the paw and it was laying in the middle of the floor and we're just chilling and this thing lights up. So that was just kind of it for all of us. We're like, yep, what's up grandpa? How you doing? And my mom was like, if that was you, do it again or do something like just show that you're here. And when she said that, the light turns off. So at this point, I'm like, oh, this is too much for me right now. I was in eighth grade. It was a lot. Um, actually, I can't remember if I was, I was in eighth grade when my grandfather died, but I may have been a freshman in high school at this point. I can't remember when this story took place. So that happens. I go to bed. I'm sleeping in my grandmother's bedroom for some reason. I really don't remember why everyone else was sleeping in the living room. And I wake up in the middle of the night to my dog growling. And she's on the bed with me and she's just moving her head around the bed like watching someone walk around my bed. And she stops staring right at my grandfather's dresser. So I'm in this room alone, and I just sort of say, Grandpa, like, I love you, man, but you're scaring the shit out of me right now. I'm alone. Please don't do this to me when I'm alone. And as soon as I said that, it stopped. It was wild. It felt really good to know he was there, but I was scared shitless. And that was pretty much the end of that story. He continuously leaves around opened up bobby pins for us to find. He used to carry them around in his pocket of his flannels and would, like, itch his ears with them. He was an interesting person. The most unique man I've ever met in my life. He was wonderful, but he always leaves stuff for us, and it's really great to see a little piece of him here and there. So that was that story. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I will do more each episode. I have literally enough to last me the rest of my life. So, as I said, I'm from a very little, small town, and, ugh, I don't even know where to start. I've been on Facebook, and as you can imagine, Facebook is literally the breeding ground for ignorance, especially in older people. And I cannot keep my mouth shut when I see someone post something racist, homophobic, sexist, literally anything. I will comment. There's no question to it. I don't care at all. Um, I'm probably making a lot of enemies, but also, do I care if these people are my enemies? No. Um, People need, especially white people, especially white women, to use their voice. It's not fair just to be quiet because you're worried that someone's not going to like you. I don't care if you don't like me, bro. I just don't care.
Um, and I've been getting a lot of the same responses. We'll talk about those also in each episode. I'm gonna try to give you guys like a little rebuttal each time. And this topic is specifically when Christians use their religion to try to justify their homophobia. I got into a very interesting conversation with some of my family members that I don't ever really talk to, so that's fine, but it was necessary. So, people literally just say that Jesus didn't like gay people. That's literally their excuse. So, here's what you can say to them. Well, first of all, the term homosexual was created in 1892. I don't know about you, but I do know that the Bible was not created then. <clears throat> Anyways, but also the term homosexual wasn't even added into the Bible until 1946. Let's just think about that. Our grandparents were alive then. 1946. Originally, the verses that had the term homosexual in it were referring to a man sleeping with a young boy. Let's put two and two together here. That means a pedophile. That means our president. Anyways, so that's that. That's pretty much just enough right there to just get them to shut the hell up. The white man literally just added it in there to fit their social agenda and try to give people a reason to justify their homophobia. Not cutting it, sweetie girl. Um, the term homosexual was a German word, and we literally paid an existential amount of money to get that. You can, to buy the word and add it into our Bibles. There are plenty of translations that you can use, and they all come back the same. Um, another thing that I've noticed Christians do a lot is pick and choose what they want to listen to. So, they pick that they don't like gay people because of Jesus. But then they choose to ignore the other parts of the Jewish laws that Jesus followed, such as the death penalty being a punishment for cheating, or not being able to eat pork or shellfish, or certain rules to sell slaves. It's outdated. It is gross. Like, I'm not going to be the one to sit here and tell you that you are living your life off of a storybook, because if you choose to do... Um, I guess I should say, if you choose to use your religion for the better, that's fine. I have no issue with it, but too many Christians use their religion as a crutch, as a shield, and I'm honestly so sick of it, it's not even okay anymore. So, hey, just stop doing it, because guess what? Using your religion as a reason to judge others is using God's name in vain. Not just saying, oh my God, it's using his name in vain which is a large sin, and you as a normal person are not here to judge anyone, especially if you are a Christian. We know that that is God's, that's God's job on Judgment Day. I'm not a Christian anymore. I grew up in a Christian household for 15 years, and I know a lot about it, so just don't even try it. You're going to tell me that a God that is here to love everyone and that is all about love is going to condemn someone for just simply loving someone Sissy girl, I wish you the best on that one. You're not right. You're wrong, and you're full of hate. And it's gross, and you're gross. So I hope you fix that. 
on that note, we're going to go ahead <clears throat> and get into the Spanish word of the day. That is a segment I'm going to have because, like I said, I'm moving to Mexico. I need to brush up on my Spanish. I took three years in high school, but I still I need to fix that a little bit. So the word today is el activismo. It means activism in Spanish. I figured that was fitting. And going right off of that, I just want to um, give a little word to my activists out there. I see you guys. It is a really tough time out there for everyone. Um, it's exhausting. It's tiring. And I'm seeing that as a white ally. I cannot even begin to fathom how it feels to be a person of color, especially a black person during these times. I really feel for you guys. I'm here if you guys need someone to vent to anything. I will be an open ear, a shoulder to cry on, whatever you need. But please just remember to take care of yourself. Take a step back from social media when it is necessary because believe me you, it is necessary. You can only see these things and argue with people, inform people, do all of this for so much without being mentally and physically drained. You deserve a break. So take one, take some days, maybe just one, maybe two, maybe a week, whatever you need to get yourself right because you cannot help others before you help yourself. It is important. You guys are important. Take care of yourself. And on that note, I'm going to wrap up this podcast here. I feel like this went really good. I had a lot of fun. I love to talk, as you can probably tell. So yeah, I'm really excited to see where this takes me. I'm gonna learn more as I go. I'm not that tech savvy, so I'm literally sitting here with a little microphone, and I hope it sounds good. If not, just bear with me. I'm going to learn every episode. I'm gonna learn more, but I really appreciate you guys for listening, even if it's just one of you. Thank you for believing in me. Thank you for being here. I hope you guys have a wonderful week, and I will see you next time.